is John Nix, and you're listening to the One More Verse podcast. One More Verse is a resource designed to help people understand the Bible. The passage for today is 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 26. How does the church continue into the next generation? Paul is laying the foundation with Timothy. He calls him his child, no doubt a term of affection. He, he tells him that he wants him to take what he has heard, and he wants to entrust that to faithful men who will then be able to teach others also. This is what it means to make disciples, but even more so, there has to be the training of pastors and teachers. How do we know that our doctrine is accurate? We must measure it against the word of God. How do we put these things into practice? This apostolic word from the apostle Paul. And so he charges Timothy to go and to find others who can pass this information on so that the next generation can raise up disciples who will then gather and the church will continue throughout all generations until our king returns. He tells him, he uses all these pictures, these metaphors and comparisons, and he tells him that he wants him to share in suffering like a good soldier of Jesus Christ. He reminds him that soldiers don't get twisted up in civilian pursuits. They have a mission. They've been enlisted. They are not like the average person who just gets to go about their daily lives, but they um, want to obey. They want to honor. They want to fulfill the mission that their leader has given them. And so he tells them to share in suffering uh, like a good soldier of Jesus. He, he, he tells him to make sure that he keeps the mission in front of him and he keeps moving forward. He moves and he tells them, the athlete, you don't get the crown unless you compete according to the rules. Now, we know that there are times, especially in sports, where those who will later be found to have cheated may get the crown. But the crown only stays when you compete according to the rules. And so Paul is telling Timothy, listen, remember, you have a mission. You have a directive. You can't get entangled in these civilian pursuits. You must keep the rules and obey Jesus and walk in faithfulness. And then he moves to the hardworking farmer for the pastor who labors day and night, perhaps, and has never seen this hardworking farmer comparison, uh, reminds Timothy that sometimes you just got to do the hard work when nobody else knows that you're doing it, but you know that you will get to share in the harvest. And he tells him to remember all of this is about Jesus. He reminds him of the faithfulness of Jesus. This is not just some task that you are to mechanically go about, but you need to remember you have a call on your life. You have a purpose. And even Paul is suffering and he's bound with chains as a criminal uh, because he wants to endure everything so that others may know Jesus. This is the demand not only of the pastor, but all those who follow Christ. We must give our lives away for the sake of the gospel that others may know Jesus. And he reminds him of the hope that lays ahead because there are those days, especially if you are a full-time Christian minister, when all you have to hold on to is the call itself. There are days when it seems like you can't do anything right. There are seasons when it seems like everyone is frustrated with you or upset with you. And so he reminds Timothy of this call. He calls him to, to faithful endurance and perseverance, but he reminds him, Listen, we died with Christ, so we're going to live with Christ. If we endure, we're going to reign with Christ. But if we deny him, he will deny us. And if we are faith, faithless, he still remains faithful. For he cannot deny himself. We belong to Jesus. We are united with Christ. It is his righteousness that's our only defense and in which 
we stand. And so he tells him, uh, reminding him of these things, he says, listen, don't quarrel about words, which does no good. It just ruins those people that are around you. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't contend over the essential elements of our faith. It doesn't mean that we don't stand for the truth of Scripture. It means that we must not uh, give ourselves into arguments that will take away from the truth of the gospel and the essentials of our faith. He tells Timothy to make sure that he does his best so that he can be one that is approved of God, a worker who doesn't have to be ashamed, but he rightly handles the word of truth. So he doesn't need to get caught up in this irreverent babble because it just leads people into ungodliness and it spreads in the church. And then we're given uh, these people um, who are have swerved from the church, the, the truth, and they, they're saying things like the resurrection has already happened, happened and they're upsetting the faith of some. And Paul's reminding Timothy, listen, you've got to know that you are rightly handling the word. You must help people when there's confusion over doctrine. Let it not be the mere opinion of someone. Let it be not be some far-fetched things. I've heard it said that the main things are the plain things and the plain things are the main things. And so he says, you've got to make sure that when you go, don't let people be upset when people say something that is contrary to scripture. Take them to the truth. For God's foundation of truth will stand, and God is going to raise up all of those. So call people to repentance. Teach them the word. And he goes on to say that, listen, in the house, there's all kinds of vessels, and, and they have different uh, uses. And so he, he calls Timothy to a life that is holy and set apart, so that he is useful to the master of the house, and that he's ready for every good work. For in our holiness, we're called to be holy like God is holy. Now, it doesn't mean that we're going to be perfect, certainly not in this existence, but we are to um, do what we can to pursue holiness. A part of that, Paul says, is that you've got to flee these youthful passions. And in fleeing those, make sure that it's not just you're just running away from everything, but that instead of just thinking that you're running from things, you are to be pursuing righteousness, faith, love, peace, and all of those things from a pure heart. He says, don't get caught up in these ignorant controversies. You know that it just, it causes trouble. You contend for the faith. You hold to the things that scripture teaches and don't get off on some tangent where there are these things where people are leading others astray. He tells them that the, the Lord's servant's not supposed to be quarrelsome. He's supposed to be kind to everyone. That doesn't mean that he just lets people say what they want and do what they want. What it means is that he's able to be patient. He's able to teach. He's able to endure evil. And he can correct others with gentleness. You see, part of our problem is we want to win the argument. And when we correct others, we, we don't only want them to be corrected. We sometimes want them to be humiliated. We want them to openly say that we are right and they are wrong. But Paul is saying, listen, if you're the Lord's servant, Remember how Christ Jesus came to serve and give his life away? Remember how he was silent before those who accused him? When you are correcting people, when you are dealing with your opponents, when you're enduring evil, you make sure that you do this with gentleness. Because our aim, what scripture says, is that the aim is repentance. Perhaps God will grant them repentance and it will lead to a knowledge of the truth and they'll come to their senses and they will escape the snare of the devil. You see, for us, we must make sure that we are reminded of our purpose. We must pursue holiness. We must flee from youthful passions and in our pursuit, pursue things like righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with all those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. 
remembering that when we walk in the way of Jesus, it is the way of service. So let us give our lives away for the sake of the gospel that others may come to know Jesus. May we be good soldiers. May we also be the athlete who competes according to the rules. May we be the hardworking farmer and may we enjoy in a harvest of those who hear the good news. God grants to them repentance and they are saved into eternal life. Thanks for listening to the One More Verse podcast. For more information about Vertical Purpose, visit us online at johnnicks.org. You can connect with us on social media by using the handle TheJohnNix. And don't forget to download the free Vertical Purpose app for additional resources. Thanks again, and join me tomorrow for the One More Verse podcast.